This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, this is a first for us, and we've been on the air 15 years. Yep, this is the first time we have welcomed an American Ninja Warrior. Woohoo! To our show, and that's the show that airs on NBC TV. And we're talking about the canine ninja himself, Rue Yori. Hey, welcome to the show, Rue. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. All right, and joining us from the Angel City Pitbulls is a fierce warrior who champions finding forever homes for beautiful pit bulls in the Los Angeles area. Please give pause and applause to Elizabeth Kegley. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys. Hey, pet pals. Get ready to have a doggone great time because we got Rue and Elizabeth. And we're going to talk about ways we can help beautiful pit bulls and others and some little behind the scenes of what's going on with this season of American Ninja Warriors after we take this commercial break. You all know the drill. We got to sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. Oh, behave, we'll be right back. Hi, pet pals. Arden Moore here to chat about H2O. Water's wonderful, but know what's even better for your dogs and cats? Isotonic drinks called Kitty Raid and Doggy Raid. My small dog, Emma, is not a big water drinker. So I treat her to Doggy Raid at mealtime and after we take long walks. And I rarely see my orange tabby rusty at the water bowl. So I put a few squirts of Kitty Raid in a bowl and he comes running. I treat all my furry bunch to a gravy-like meal topper called Yummy Raid. Great news, Doggy Raid. Kitty Raid and Yummy Raid contain electrolytes, amino acids, prebiotics, and much more healthy ingredients for your pets. Veterinarians give them paws up, and so do I. Learn more by visiting doggyraid.com. That's D O G G Y R A D E.com. Drink up, pets. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, our guests today, they possess speed, strength, and most of all, an unbreakable spirit, especially when it comes to helping dogs in need. I am very stoked to welcome to our show, 
the canine ninja. We're talking Rue Yori. And from Angel City Pitbulls, Elizabeth Kegley. You guys ready for this? Let's do it. Ready. I don't know what's more challenging to be on my show, Rue, or, or <laughs> to take on their competitors in the American Ninja Warrior. Let's just dive in. We've got a Ninja Warrior in the house first. I mean, did you grow up one day, you know, swinging on your swing set saying, one day I'm going to be an American Ninja Warrior? Uh, I don't think it was around back then, but I, I've always loved climbing on things. I was climbing trees way back in the day. Always loved doing obstacle courses. So I'm just happy that I'm still able to do it uh, when it came out. Yeah. So we are now season 14 on NBC, right? The American Ninja War. How many seasons have yep. you gotten to compete? This is my seventh season. So I wow. rookie season was season eight. Yeah. So and I've been on every season since. It's been pretty sweet. You know, you're on a pet show. Oh, behave. You don't have to behave. <laughs> but I want our listeners to know why are you called the canine ninja? Which and everybody that isn't he's got a t shirt. Let me see. Adopt a dog. Perfect. It says it all. Go. It says it all. He lives, breathes, pets, dogs, feeds them, treats them, everything. So tell us about your moniker, because I love it. Yeah, you know, I got this really cool opportunity. I knew it was going to be a unique opportunity to get in front of a lot of that aren't necessarily in the dog world. Yeah. And I wanted it to be more than just me doing obstacles, right? I wanted to do some good with that. I had been involved with dog rescue prior to applying for American Ninja Warrior. I had a couple really cool dogs that, you know, got a good name for themselves and they yeah, we're going to dive in but, about those. And yeah. Was, yeah. And so, you know, I was, I was looking for a way to kind of continue to help dogs. This came about and, you know, I just figured what the heck, you know, why not use this platform to try to help all the dogs that are still sitting in shelters and rescues that need help today and see what I can do. I love it. I also want the people to know what the heck in Los Angeles is the group that Elizabeth Kegley, she's here, and it is called Angel City Pit Bulls. Can you tell us a little 411, Elizabeth? Sure. Yeah. Angel City Pit Bulls was founded in 2010. And one of our co-founder, Katie Larkin, who's our executive director, her day job is a pediatric ICU nurse. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how she has done this with her free time. It's really remarkable. And in about 2018, we were one of a number of nonprofits who were able to move into the South LA shelter space. The mm -hmm. South LA shelter, which is in Lamert Park, was relocated located to a larger, newer shelter. And the building is, you know, it has kennels already pre-built with nice. sliders and a yard and everything. So we, um, along with Stray Cat and Snip LA, were able to move into the space. So we are primarily a foster-based rescue. So as much as we can, we get the dogs out to decompress in people's homes and learn more about them that way. But now we can also take in even more dogs because we sort of have a holding space or if they need medical nice. treatment, we can hold them in the center. We call it JP, Jefferson Park Center. Um, and we can hold them there and um yeah so we're like i said we're, we're mostly foster based so you kind of focus more on the on a breed that doesn't deserve to be misunderstood they were nanny dogs for gosh sakes and they're beautiful i actually have a name for pit bulls you ready for it ready okay everybody gets i don't know if i'm ready <laughs> i'm a nice person i call them meaty cheeks because when they <laughs> smile they got their meaty, meaty cheeks they do they do yeah I like yeah it. I, like yep, it. I know I have uh, what we refer to as a pocket pity. Oh, uh, okay. My pit bull's about 50 pounds. So and what's uh, your pity's name? Jeremy Barramy. Jeremy Barramy. Now, when you have children that will they all have names that rhyme? <laughs> no, because he's going to be the only one there. There will be no <laughs> humans. Shoo, uh, shoo, yeah. Shoo. yeah, but yeah. And we uh, we've been, you know, working at the shelters right now are really crowded. So fosters have been really crucial for us. 
Well, we do want people to go to angelcitypits.org. Correct. And we'll have that on our little bio page too for this episode, but angelcitypits.org. And speaking of the pits, not really, because he's a winner. We're talking with Rue Yori, and you've got a couple of, well, you've had a lot of pretty cool dogs in your life, but I want you to talk about Wallace, because you and Wallace were stars in dog agility, and now he's got his own foundation. Doggone great. Yeah, yeah. So we got involved in dog rescue with our first two dogs that we adopted. My wife was working at the local shelter and Wallace came in as an intake and he was a lot. I'll just say that. <laughs> the shelter environment did not serve him well either. And so, you know, he, he, he wasn't good with other dogs. Um, he had just way too much energy for his own good. How old was he, would you think, at the uh, time? He, he was maybe like a year, year okay. to two. Okay. One, you know, I call the first old. year in a dog's life the wonder year. <laughs> You wonder yeah. where your sanity goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, he was causing some issues and the shelter was, you know, wondering if they could really adopt this dog out. Right. But so my wife and I fell in love with him, started working with him and we took him in as a foster with the thought that, you know, he could be better behaved outside of that stressful environment. We'd work on things a little bit. He'd settle down and we'd find him a home and not at all. <laughs> No Disney no. script. Okay. So no, what happened? No, no. If you didn't give him something to do, he would find something to do. And it wasn't typically appreciated. Like uh, he created his own self tug toy by pulling up our carpet, you know, nice. and then he peed on we it. We don't so need carpet anymore. Come exactly. on. It's all yeah, final so, plank now. He's ahead uh, of his time. Yeah. So, you know, it was, uh, he was a handful, but uh, kind of fluke thing came across a guy who was wanting to start a disc dog club. So it's uh, canine oh, frisbee, yeah, right? Frisbee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I uh, contacted him for actually our previous dog, Ajax, or our original dog, not previous dog. He was still around. But Clara used to play fetch with Wallace at the shelter. And so we thought, well, let's give him a shot. Went in the backyard and he was a natural. I had no idea what I was doing, but I emailed Josh and I'm like, I think Wallace is good. And it turned out that he really was. And so, so the flying disc, so you end up winning the Purina Pro Plan Incredible Dog Challenge National Championship, a freestyle flying disc. I got that all out in one breath. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> See, you just had to find what his hidden talent was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, um, it really allowed him to focus all that energy and all that drive. He loved it. You know, we still had behaviors to manage and we had to still be responsible about it. Yours but, or his? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> both, you know, but yeah, it was, it was an amazing time. You had a book. Somebody wrote a book about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was a crazy ride. I'll just say that. And it's pretty cool to go from, you know, a dog that pretty much everybody thought should be euthanized to then becoming a national champion in an activity that is not really well known for those type of dogs, right? We were yeah. typically the only pit bull out there at that time. So they're mostly border collies and Aussies yep. Yep. flying yep. high, right? And, yeah. and retrievers. So, well, yeah. I think it's great. So what is the Wallace the Pitbull Foundation? Because we do want that out here too. And folks, trust me, we're going to talk about Ninja Warriors too. We haven't given up on that, but I think you need to know about this. Yeah. So, you know, uh, dogs don't live as long as we wish they would a lot of times and or all the time. And so when Wallace passed away, he had a big following. We had a huge following on Facebook, a lot of fans. And I understood that there were still a lot of dogs that were 
being stereotyped, a lot of dogs that were still in shelters. And so I wanted to continue his story to share it with people and to continue to help the dogs that were still around that needed it. So I created a nonprofit in his honor. And, you know, we've tried to leverage that fan base and, and leverage what I'm doing now with American Ninja Warrior to raise money and bring awareness to the dogs that need it. I love it. And another site for you guys, homework time. It is wallacethepitbull.org. wallacethepitbull.org. So now we're going to go into American Ninja Warrior. I love that show. I got to start watching more faithfully, but there's some pretty badasses there and they're not all built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You seem to have a very nice, nimble, agile, strong body. Yes. Yeah. Is that an asset rather than being Billy Bicep? Absolutely. So, you know, when you're hanging from your fingertips, a lot of mass is not necessarily <laughs> yeah. a good thing, right? So yeah, yeah you want to be lean. There are some bigger ninjas out there, you know, but in general, yeah, it helps to be pretty lean and light. And so you can just kind of swing through these things. And, you know, the grip is pretty much what always gives out unless you get tripped up on a balance obstacle or something. Wow. Hey, everybody, we're speaking with Canine Ninja from American Ninja Warrior. We're talking, of course, Rue Yori. And from the Angel City Pitbulls, we have Elizabeth Kegley. I'm so glad you could both be on the show because it's a good team. And we're going to talk more after we pay for this commercial. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages hey pet pals arden moore here is your dog or cat prone to ear infections does your pet resist having his ears clean when they're inflamed or irritated are you also concerned about the overuse of antibiotics help is here zymox ear care products offer soothing relief and hey you're gonna love this part they don't require the ear to be cleaned before you apply the drops. It's as easy as fill, rub, and done. That means less touching of those sensitive ears to help create a soothing, fear-free experience. Apply just once a day. Zymox gets its effectiveness from enzymes, not antibiotics. That means no side effects and no antibiotic resistance. You can find these veterinary recommended products at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty retailers, and online. And here's a real treat. Yeah, I did say the word treat. Save 20% off any Zymox or Oratine product on Zymox.com. Just use the code ARDEN20 at checkout. That's ARDEN20. To learn more, visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X.com. Pause up. Tever Pet knows there's a lot in your life that you worry about. We want to make sure your pet's flea and tick protection isn't one of them. Tever Pet offers vet quality flea and tick protection that has the same active ingredients as leading brands like Canine Advantix 2 and Frontline Plus, but that cost much less, which means you can give your pet total flea protection worry-free. Tever Pet, helping you and your pet live your best life. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Ray. You're listening to OB Hayes with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OB Hayes. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore, 
I'm ready to dive in. Let's become ninja warriors. I feel like you got to be. So there's some pretty darn good chicks in that competition too, Mm -hmm. right, Rue? Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool that, you know, we're kind of competing on the same course, right? And it's been really amazing watching the evolution of the athletes, both male and female. And there's a lot of women out there that, you know, kick my butt uh, a lot of times and, you know, make it further than I do. So it's it's really cool. Well, let's talk about some of the, the obstacle challenges. How many are there? Is it 10? I can't remember. So in the qualifier episodes, there's six. Okay. And then if you advance from the qualifier episodes into the semifinals, then there's an extended course of 10 obstacles. And then if you make it past the semifinals, that's when you go on to the national finals in Vegas, where there's a number of different courses and just there's like 10 in the first one, maybe 10 in the second one. But yeah, it's that's a whole kind of gauntlet of upper body stuff. So what has been your best season? Best season was my very first season in season eight. I made it to the national finals as a 39-year-old rookie. Yeah. Betty White from the heavens is blessing you. So so that was pretty sweet. You know, I wasn't necessarily expecting to make it to the Vegas finals, but I snuck in there. Been trying to make it back ever since. A couple of the seasons have been better in a sense that I felt I was able to get a really good message out as well. Like season 11, yeah. we partnered with the Secret Life of Pets 2 movie with American oh, Ninja Warrior. And they nice. specifically had me down there for that. And that was a great episode, a really great time. You know, this season was another, they all have their own moments, but yeah. uh, as far as performance, probably my first rookie year. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. But I think every Ninja Warrior has some kind of theme, identity. Uh, I kind of like yours, Canine Ninja, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I was doing the dog thing well before the American Ninja Warrior. And so when I started to get into it, uh, one of the guys asked me, what's your ninja name going to be, right? What's your nickname? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, well, Canine Ninja, it wasn't taken yet. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. And it's what I do. So I was like, let's do it. So how did you hook up with the Angel City Pitbulls? Because you seem to do a lot for many groups. I know you're a motivational speaker as well, but tell us how did you two connect? Yeah. So when I I hit a buzzer in my qualifier course, right, for this season, so I knew that that was going to advance me to LA. Part of the things that I need to do as part of this whole situation is try to figure out different ways to spread the message, right? You know, if, if I'm, if I'm going to be picked every single year to be on the show, I need to come up with different storylines to, you know, to continue to be featured and yeah. to continue to provide that content. And one of the things I never had done yet that I always wanted to do was have some rescue dogs on my sideline. And so, you know, nice. I, yeah, so it, it just makes sense. Talk about great four-legged cheerleaders. <laughs> exactly, right? But it's a bit challenging because yeah. when it's filmed outside, like it was in LA, we're there through the night, oh. right? So it's it's an all-night thing. There's no guarantee either. So I'm kind of asking people, hey, you want to come out, stay up all night, hang out on the sideline to maybe not be on TV, you know? <laughs> hey, that's okay. So yeah. you, with Elizabeth, Elizabeth, 
what's your group say when you get the call from Canine Ninja? <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty quick yes. Yeah, we were thrilled. Somebody contacted us. And we, of course, there's also a lot of levels of secrecy of, you know, somebody is asking, we can't say who until you commit. And then, of course, when I was telling our group about it, we have a lot of big Ninja Warrior fans in the group, too. So I would be like, we've been asked by a contestant. Everyone's like, is it Rue? Is it Rue? <laughs> I don't know. Who could it be that would invite rescue dogs to be on the sideline? But, um, <laughs> I, you know, and, uh, and so we were all really thrilled. And so it was really just a matter of, you know, figuring out who can go Sunday night. You know, as we said, it was an overnight. And then, of course, we have to sort of figure out which dogs we have at the time that can that are going to be social. There was a lot yeah. of noise there. There was yep. that bar that, they, what do they call it? The salmon ladder? Salmon ladder, that yeah. That sound, one of our dogs, it was, she was fine all the time but every time that sound went off she just that was that spooked her occasionally it was a little much for her so you know and there's crowds and people running and everything so we were lucky that we had Olive who is at the time was a young I think she was about a year old white pit mix and then we also had Weasel who had come to us with a whole series of um, he had some injuries some head injuries he had an abscess he's you know we've been trying to focus a lot on medical as one of our mm -hmm. things along with oh, the breed good. and so we had pulled him to give him some time and, and see if we could help him with his medical stuff so he was he was healing pretty well he has a little bit of like a he had a little bit of a smirk because one of his eyes was still kind of healing a little so he kind sounds of like one up. of my ex ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he, yeah exactly exactly so so we felt like they would be good with the crowd and so we we brought them along and that they could stay up all night i bet i bet yeah. that helped with adoptions and fostering didn't it they've both been adopted and were nice. before the show aired but it's it's just the exposure is really phenomenal we were so thrilled and and honored that we thought of us because it's huge for us to be able to be on that type of scale on like a national scale to say who we are and what we're doing. I you know I think a lot of people know that LA shelters in particular right now are really overcrowded and understaffed oh, yeah. and it's a very challenging, but we are all working so, so hard. Rescue shelters, the city, everybody's really just busting our butts to get these dogs into foster, get them adopted. So it's huge for us to have that kind of exposure. I love it. And Rue, I love the names. I'm an ex-sports writer. I know football better than Ninja Warrior. But I'm thinking, okay, you got the power tower, the yep. over under and flipped around. Am I getting these right? Yep, you got them. So you want to give people a little tease about these three things? It sounds like something on a fancy menu. <laughs> yeah, a power tower, please. Power tower. Sushi bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the power tower is kind of exclusive. You know, you have to be the top two fastest ninjas to get through the course and then you compete on the power tower and the winner of the power tower gets a do-over in vegas actually so that's kind of a, a key component because these these courses are really hard right and typically oh, yeah. when you fall you're done but to have a redo in vegas is pretty amazing uh flipped around was and over under were both brand new obstacles this season uh, -huh. uh designed by a fan kevin he's a pretty cool guy uh you know so yeah you can submit obstacle designs and everything what's the difference between the two basically so over under is your lachaine to a bar that can if you lachaine hard enough you can actually go over and it'll arc you over and take you near the next bar if you if you cut it short though it'll actually fall back and oh, then you no. have to climb and go underneath it and rotate the bar around over yeah. And then flipped around is you lache to this big platform and you have to climb to the top of that platform. And then when you grab the top bar, it actually flips down. So then you're hanging underneath it. Then you have to launch yourself to another bar and do that again. So yeah, it's a couple of different things, similar concepts, I guess that you're. Where do you get to practice? Cause I don't see any of the Ninja Warriors <laughs> that have all these obstacles in their backyard and they're always adding new obstacles. So how do you train? 
I actually did build a ninja rig in my backyard (laughs) last summer. Honey! Um, Exactly. We Um, don't have a three-car garage anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is outside and I live in Minnesota. So during the winter, it doesn't really serve me very well. And uh, But there are a lot of ninja gyms actually that have now been opened as a result of the show. You know, that's where all these kids are getting so good. They've grown up in ninja gyms now. Yeah. So, you know, they grew up, I went to soccer practice. They're going to ninja practice now and there's ninja gyms all over the place. And well, you could become a ninja coach. Yeah. Yeah. Working on it. But, uh, you know, I want you to still compete, you know? (laughs) Yeah. What's the best thing you get out of doing this? I mean, really, because you make a slip, you're out. There's no forgiveness in this competition. Yeah, absolutely. You know, personally, I want to do as well as I can on the course. Ultimately, though, I'm out there for the dogs, you know, so when we can get a feature like we were able to get this season, that's the big win for me. You know, like Elizabeth said, shelters are full right now. So, you know, if we can get that message in front of people and make them think of their shelter and rescue when they're thinking about adding a dog to their household, that's the win. You know, when we can use this to raise money to help support good programs and organizations like Angel City Pitbulls, you know, that's the win. And so, you know, knowing that that's what I'm doing and able to to do as a result of this is, you know, kind of what keeps me going. And I do want people, we have a third link. It is his name. I want you to just go to (laughs) ruyori.com. It's R-O-O-Y-O-R-I dot com so your homework ruyori.com angelcitypits.org and wallacethepitbull.org did i do this right you got now, it. i know elizabeth you're sitting in that office going oh man i gotta channel my inner ninja warrior <laughs> so if you became a warrior on tv what would be your moniker your name oh, no. and what would be your hidden power I don't know what my name was. I usually I have a cousin who's incredibly good at like pun names and names like things. I will just text <laughs> you gotta him. do some rhyming like your dog name. Yeah, like Jeremy Barame. Yeah, yeah, I know. That is actually from the Good Place, and it's basically a reference to like time is not linear, and it felt appropriate since he's a pandemic adoption. That it felt, you know, time felt like it had no meaning. <laughs> I don't know my superpower. I have to say, what I realized as I was watching on Monday night too is the upper arm strength that everybody yeah. has, and I'm a runner, a very slow uh, <laughs> runner. We run the LA Marathon as a fundraiser every year for Angel City, so that's I do dang, that. That's I, like like Ruth said, it's for the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I do it. But and I just kept thinking, oh, I don't have the upper arm strength at all to do what they're doing out there it's really remarkable so I think that that would be something I'd have to develop is that kind of strength is like I could probably jump and run yeah but look at that bicep like I you know the all the and they're just hanging there for periods you know know. while they're trying to start strategize the next move it's really remarkable I definitely well it's mine it's strength it is a lot and we've got the man here so I'm not gonna say anything it's his I mean, upper body strength, but speed. I mean, what are some of the traits that you need? And what's a couple training things you do? A lot of pull-ups, right? Okay. So, you know, but yeah, basically we try to hang on whatever we can. And you make Spider-Man look pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need a web net. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're constantly like launching ourselves to try to catch things, right? That's kind of the, the gist of it, right? We're hanging in this space. We need to launch ourselves through the air and you know, like and catch yourself yeah in that space and so you know we just try to think of different challenges that we can do and you know once we get that challenge then we're like oh well let's up it a little bit you know can we do this or or can we do this after we do that you know we try to link it and so you're just What's always in your house constantly. like are you as bad as wallace was when he first walked in it 
Do you still have walls in your house? <laughs> Not too bad. I do walls? have a, a put my pull up bar okay. so I can do some pull ups every time I go through the the doorway there, you know, a little bit. But yeah, it's pretty good. I I, I play outside my backyard now, so we keep the house intact. <laughs> So would you ever be on something like Survivor? Do you think you would be a good candidate on a show like that? I think so. You know, um, we actually... Elizabeth uh, Clara, wants to go on the show. She said... <laughs> <laughs> Clara, my no, wife, no. applied for Survivor way back in the day. We used to be pretty faithful watchers of Survivor. I think she still does. Um, I've kind of yeah. tailored off on that. But um, yeah, it'd be, I think it'd be fun. I think I would be rooting for Rue. How about you, Elizabeth? Would Absolutely. You root for Rue? Hey, any parting message you want to both give? Let's go first. Ladies first. Angel City Pitbulls. I know they're crowded. Pities are great. I love pities. Years ago, I lived in San Diego. We helped the Humane Society there with the unbelievable Pitbull Beauty Contest. Oh and we would bring back pities that got adopted from the previous years, and they would walk the catwalk, dressed up, that. nails painted, everything, and they would then help lead to adoptions for the new group. Oh, that's and it turned out really me. fun event. So what's your take home message for everybody, Elizabeth? I think just if folks are looking to help, there's a lot of different ways that a lot of people don't always think of besides fostering or adopting. Certainly donations. We can always use donations. We're a nonprofit. But there's also things like we have people who do transport when we need dogs oh, to get good. from a foster yeah. home to a medical appointment. And there are people who you know do office work. I do fundraising in my day job. So I help with fundraising for Angel City. So nice. there's so many different ways I think people may not even realize to help, but also we're happy to find a way to get everybody their dog fix if that's what they're looking for too. So, you know, on the website, you can find out all the different ways that you can get involved with Angel City and we would love to have you. You're a good gal. I'm really happy you could Thank be on you. the show. You survived me, didn't you? <laughs> I made it through. I made it through. Yeah. This I can handle an island. Never <laughs> an island without any supplies. Not at all. No. Okay. Uh, Mr. Rue Yori. I love your name. Where'd you get that name? I love it. So my real name is Andrew. And my parents didn't want me being an Andy. So they went oh. with Rue on the back end. And when I was four years old, they gave me the option of how I should spell it. And I liked R-O-O better than R-E-W, which is the end of my name. Yeah. I learned actually on my very first season of American Ninja Warrior that that was the wrong way because oh. my, my mom wanted it R-E-W. <laughs> and I was like, Too late, that's, mom. What, that's what you get for letting a four-year-old pick how they spell their name, right? You know, so yeah, that's kind of, it just stuck. So your party message, you know, you have a lot of talents, you're very physically fit, but you have a heart that beats dog. And I love that. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I, my message is the same, you know, adopt your next dog. Uh, you know, there's lots of them sitting there that need people to step up. And my other message is pit bulls are dogs too, right? So we, you know, <laughs> Those are my two hashtags, adopt a dog, pit bulls are dogs too, you know, they're dogs, you know, and every dog is an individual, regardless of what they look like, or regardless of what they came from. That's what I learned with, with my dogs. And so, uh, you know, get to know the dog first, get yeah. to know their personality besides just kind of what they look like or what you think you want. Cause yeah, uh, cause they're going to be, be with you longer than the life of your car, maybe your jobs and hate to say it, maybe yep. even relationships. They're yep. the one constant, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. Well, you, I hope you had a good time on the show, Rue. R -O -O. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. We've been talking with Rue Yori of American Ninja Warrior. Please check out the show on NBC. Go to his website, RueYori.com, R-O-O-Y-O-R-I.com. We've had Aunt, uh, Elizabeth Kegley. I love what you've said. You are a great message. Go to angelcitypits.org and check out what's all about, wallacethepitbull.org. It's a great foundation. 
I really appreciate you all being here. I want to give a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He and I have been married on the radio waves since 07. We're married to separate people. And he is the surgeon of sound. And he is the one that created Pet Life Radio. It is the largest radio network for pets on the planet. We're trying to get to Moon and Mars, but I don't know if that'll happen. I also hope you check out Ardenmore.com, see what I'm up to. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.